Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to talk about. And I appreciate you taking the time today. Three big interviews. It'll be Sheriff Mark Lamb from Pinal County, Arizona. Bottom of this hour, we're going we're gonna to hash out what the hell happened in Pinal County. Now, the allegation is there were not enough ballots for people to go and vote in Pinal County, which is majority Republican. That's pretty interesting. Some reports say there were a lot more ballots available for Democrats than Republicans. That doesn't make any sense. We, we get the skinny from Sheriff Mark Lamb. Make sure you stick around for that. Part two of my interview with, uh, with Megan uh, Kelly is coming up as well. And we'll also have Tracy Beans on today. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. There's a lot to talk about. Plus, I got word of a, 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 a possible active shooter in Minneapolis. We'll find out what's going on with that as well. Again, there's a ton happening today. We're just underway. Joe Pag Show coming your way on a Thursday. That's a Friday on a Thursday. Feeling all right. Let's go. Uh-huh. Say what? Seems I got to have a change of scene. Every night I have a strangest dream. Imprisoned by the way. It's going right. Could have been. Excellent. Polo's making it happen. Working the red shirt today. Sam in the house. Getting it done. I got to leave before I start to scream. Won't someone lock the door and Let's go. took the key? You feeling all right? Come on. I'm not feeling too good myself. No. Harmonize. Yes, sir. You feeling all right? I'm not feeling too good myself. All right, so, so here's the deal. In the day and age of information, it becomes difficult to decipher what is and what isn't going on. And here's the reason why I say it. Your perspective on what you heard from somebody or if you were actually there when something was going down is going to potentially be different than what we find out later. So I got an email right before the show. Active shooter, Mall of the America. Now, I'm not here to say that that's happening. I'm just here. I got that, I got that email. Jumped out of my chat room, and again, you can watch the show like a TV show by going to JoePags.com, click on Watch Now, and somebody comes in, a regular person is in there. I was ju- I just left the Mall of America, uh, or Mall of America, and um, uh, an active shooter going on. We had to go out the back door and out through the through the this and the that, and the guy, we jumped in the car and left. So I asked Carrie before the show, do you see anything about this? And of course, you said you had not yet. And now we're getting news reports that there's an active or there's activity happening. I don't see anybody saying active shooter, but I guess there's video that's being released. The Bloomington Police Department just put this out. We're currently working an active incident inside Mall of America on the northwest side. Numerous officers are on the scene. We'll update you when we have more information. That was just posted 10 minutes ago. So, Carrie, you do have something on this. Are they calling it a shooting or a shooter no, on your no, story? No, no, nope. Uh, from Fox News, Mall of America in Bloomington's on lockdown Thursday afternoon, but mall security could not confirm to Fox 9 
reports of a shooting at the mall. We are currently working an active incident inside Mall of America on the northwest side. Numerous officers are on scene. We will update when we have more information. The Bloomington Police Department tweeted at 4.51 p.m. Posts on social media show chaos and confusion as people rushed out of that building. According to posts on social media from Fox 55's Andy Paris, cops with rifles are in the mall and a message to people on the mall PA system instructed them to take shelter. I was just asked politely to leave by one of these officers. People are still walking in. Just saw a family wheel a woman in on a wheelchair like nothing happened, Paris tweeted. So, again, we're trying to figure out what's, what goes on. But in the day and age of information, a couple of things you have to understand. When you email me, I'm not going to just take it and say, okay, got an active dip at top. I can't do it. I've got to verify it. I've got to get a news story on it. CJ found the news story. My daughter, CJ, who works with the show as well, uh, sent me the news story right before we got going here. Uh, we see the tweet from the police department there. They're not saying it was an active shooter. They're saying it was an active situation. Now, from my experience, there could have been somebody who fired a shot. I don't know. From my experience, it could have been somebody who called in that they were going to bring violence to the mall, and that causes the response. From my experience, somebody could have made a loud noise by dropping something, and it was misconstrued as a gunshot. I don't know. What I do know is we will always try to get you the best information. You can listen. You can rely on top news anchor, Kerry Lockie. I've got a very steep history in journalism. You can rely on me. Uh, you rely on me and our staff to always try to get the right story. I'm never going to make you excited or over-anxious if there isn't reason for me to tell you that there is an active shooter. Again, you living in your situation may have felt it was. And somebody there might have said it was to you. But it doesn't make it so until we have confirmation from either people who work at the mall or from the police department more directly about what exactly went down. Now, Carrie, now that we're on it, hopefully we can we can get updates throughout the show and figure out exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. But um, to to show up like in the chat room and say, I just left the mall of America, an active shooter. I know you may feel that happened and somebody might have said it to you, but unless or in, until you saw the person shooting, uh, or heard the actual gunshots, that really isn't what, what's going on. Now, again, afterwards, after the fact, you might I'm not calling you out. I'm not saying your name, by the way, the person who said this. And I'm not calling you out and not saying your name, the person who emailed me. But I want you to understand that your perception of what's going on might not be the story at the end of the day. That's why we, we're on it now. We're going to do our very best to find out exactly what the story is, and we'll move on from there. All right, uh, Brittany Griner was, was sentenced today. I find this to be an interesting turn of events for Brittany Griner. And somebody actually tweeted to me today that, well, she's one of ours and we should be upset that she's in a Russian jail. I'm not. Um, I think that you find out whether you can bring cannabis-based or, or THC-based vapes into or out of Russia before you go there. And it's a turn of events because Brittany Griner is one of these people who said we shouldn't be playing the national anthem. She has bought in to the far left-wing um, ideology that somehow black people should not celebrate the, the national anthem or that somehow we as Americans shouldn't celebrate the national anthem because of police brutality or something. Here she is in a country that doesn't have the freedoms and liberties, doesn't have the rights that we have here, and now she's facing a long time behind bars because of this very small thing that she did. By the way, here she would not be in this kind of trouble. She'd be in trouble depending on what municipality she's in, but she would not be in this kind of trouble, probably would never have stayed even a night in jail as the case is being worked on. Having said that, the idea that Joe Biden 
and this administration is talking about sending a Russian arms dealer back to get Brittany Griner out is nuts. That's just crazy. And I'll reiterate what I said before on this. I don't believe that if Donald Trump were the president, Brittany Griner would still be in Russia. Nor, there's another guy who's been there for a long time that nobody's talking about. Uh, he wouldn't be there either. So, Carrie, if you can, give me an update on what happened with Brittany Griner today. And uh, and I just w- I want to take a call or two on, on the turn of events of somebody who is an American, has American constitutional rights, has American civil rights, has freedoms and liberties here, now losing her freedom in Russia, and she's one of the loudest voices against our own country. Carrie, what do you have? From Fox News, Brittany Griner, an American basketball superstar and Olympic gold medalist on Thursday, learned her fate in a Russian court after she pleaded guilty to a drug charge last month. A Russian judge convicted Griner of drug possession and drug smuggling and sentenced her to nine years in prison. She was also fined one million rubles, the equivalent of about $16,200. Griner, 31, appeared in a courtroom in Kimki just outside Moscow. She issued an apology ahead of her verdict and sentencing as prosecutors pushed for a nine-and-a-half-year sentence. I want to apologize to my teammates, my club, my fans, and the city for my mistake that I made and the embarrassment that I brought on them, she said. I want to also apologize to my parents, my siblings, the Phoenix Mercury organization back at home, the amazing women of the WNBA, and my amazing spouse back at home. Griner contended she made an honest mistake when she brought vape cartridges containing oils derived from cannabis into a Moscow airport back in February, adding, I hope in your ruling it does not end my life. Griner was returning to her Russian basketball team, UMMC Ekaterinburg, after there was a pause in the season for international play as she called that city her second home. I had no idea the team, the cities, the fans, my teammates would make such a great impression on me over the six and a half years I spent here. I remember vividly coming out of the gym and all the little girls that were in the stands, they're waiting on me, and that's what kept making me come back here, she said. Russian prosecutors argued Griner purposely packed the cannabis oil. Griner's lawyers argued Griner was using marijuana to treat pain, but Russian officials said the U.S. laws regarding the legality of the drug had no bearing on the Russian judicial system. Yeah, so it's her second home, um, and she just loved being That's the reason she kept coming back. That's a lie. She kept going back because it's big money to play um, semi-pro or pro basketball in another country. Uh, this is somebody who's been so hateful towards the United States. I don't relish the fact that she's behind bars in Russia, um, and I, I don't want that to have happened to her. As a free, liberated American, she's allowed to do the horrible things she's done here against the flag and our country and so on. But opportunities that she has were, were, were available because of this great country. And now you're over finding out the rules of other countries. Nine plus years in jail for a little TC, uh, THC oil? Really? A little cannabis oil? Come on, really? That's kind of nuts. Um, hopefully she's, and I don't think this is going to happen. I'll be honest with you. But hopefully she's getting a new appreciation for what it's like to be an American. Hopefully she's getting a new appreciation for what it's like to to have freedoms and liberties. I mean, seriously, at, at, at some point, I want people who are these so-called social justice warriors who take advantage of our freedoms and liberties to complain about the very land that gives that to them and to me and to you to realize, wow, life really is that much better in the United States. And LeBron James said something stupid a couple of weeks ago, then he retracted it later or whatever. I want to see him get his ass on a plane, go over to Russia, and try to go negotiate. Kerry, remember when Muhammad Ali, who was one of the most famous men on the planet, 
he went over to somewhere, I don't know if it was Iraq or Iran or, or somewhere in the Middle East, trying to negotiate something as well. Mm-hmm. He might have gone to see uh, Saddam Hussein. I'm not sure who it was, and, and I can look it up later and figure it out. But that's what somebody who holds a great statesmanship um, position does. LeBron James just collects all the money that he possibly can and then complains about everything that America is all about and, and then said something stupid about, you know, um, if I were her, I don't know that I would want to go back to America. What? All right, go your ass to Russia and, and go try to help her get her out. And while you're at it, LeBron, feel, feel free to bring some, some THC oil. Carrie, is that too far? Do you think I went too far um, right then? Maybe just a little bit. Yeah. Ron, Ron, fly in with some, tea, with some cannabis oil. Mm. You see how that goes for not you. Good. Not good. Now, now, again, here's somebody who's a huge international star, Brittany Griner, when it comes to women's basketball, something I'm not that into. I, I find it to be a boring game. You can get mad at me if you want. I mean, the men's basketball, certainly in the NBA and college, is high-flying and over the rim. Women's basketball is, be- is below the rim, and that makes it a different game for me. Having said that, she's a huge star, uh, it, both physically and also you know, just in her status, and she should have known better. Her manager should have known better. The coaches should have known better. And we have no idea if she pushed the envelope and thought she can get away with it or it was truly a mistake. Either way, you should know the laws where you are. And if you don't, don't go there then. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your, your, your thoughts on Brittany Griner getting this long sentence and if you think this administration, the Biden administration, will trade some arms dealer to get her out. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Your thoughts on Brittany Griner, WNBA star, being in a Russian prison for the next nine plus years because she was trying to leave the country, I guess, with some THC oil or cannabis oil, something like that, um, for her vape, and uh, and they caught her. And she just was prosecuted, was found guilty. You're hearing the back channel stuff about Biden possibly offering up a, a gun smuggler um, in exchange for Brittany Griner, which doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, one crime is way worse than the other. But uh, we'll see how that shakes out. If we get more information about a possible trade, we'll, we'll talk about that. But I want your thoughts on somebody who so openly hated the United States of America, the flag, the national anthem. Uh, somebody who's a social justice warrior. She literally said, I don't think the anthem should be played at WNBA games, about her now being locked up, losing her freedom for doing something that we would consider minor. In this country, maybe just maybe she'll gain more appreciation for her country. I'm not going to count on it, though. We've got that for you. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Should Joe Biden make some trade to get uh, Brittany Griner back? In the meantime, got to remind you about GoldCo. The Fed has printed nearly $9 trillion in the last year. Think about it. Whatever paper money you have has now been watered down and diluted because there's so much more available. The dollar is losing value. That's why I recommend that you diversify your portfolio with physical gold and silver. The only company I trust is GoldCo. They earn a a gold star in my book. Thousands of Americans agree with that. GoldCo has placed over a billion dollars in precious metals. So I'm here to ask you, can you continue to afford rising prices 
and the decline of the dollar, I urge you not to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation. That's why I want you to visit goldco.com slash PAGS, goldco.com slash P-A-G-S, because when you do, you're not only going to get the chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, as one of my listeners, you could get $10,000 or more in free silver just for doing it. So don't miss out. Get to that website right now, and because you listen to my program, you're going to get right in there and, and find a great uh, deal for your retirement, for your investments, through physical, tangible gold and silver. Goldco.com slash PAGS. Goldco.com slash PAGS. Make that happen. Let me go to the phone lines. George, Las Vegas, what's up? Hey, Joe Pags, Viva Las Vegas, man. How you doing today? I'm living the dream, my friend. Talk to me. Let's go. Good, good. So, yeah, so here's the thing with Brittany. I say don't think of it as a sentence. Think of it as a win. You don't have to hear the national anthem for nine years now. Isn't that great? <laughs> Some thing that you hate so much you don't have to hear. So maybe she did, also you have to think about but, maybe maybe, they, maybe she did it on purpose. She, maybe she did it on purpose so she doesn't have to hear the anthem for a while, George. Good point. Good point. Let me go to uh, John in Florida. John, what's going on? How you doing, Joe? Appreciate you letting me on. Hey, yeah, Brittany Griner, you know, she chased the dollar, you know, because Russia supposedly pays more than the U.S. for basketball players. So she chased the money, packed up her weed, jumped on a plane, turned her back on the U.S. And, you know, I don't feel bad for her. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Exactly and- right, John. Stupid games, stupid prizes. Daniel, Massachusetts, let's go. Yeah, she got what she deserved. She doesn't appreciate America. Maybe she'll sit and think about it now. I mean, she... uh took her freedoms for uh, granted and uh, they're not for granted. And a lot of people uh, think like she does, and maybe they ought to go to Russia on vacation and uh, bring some THC with them and see how they see how it works out. Sounds good, Daniel. Yeah. I I suggest that uh, anybody who doesn't want to stand for the national anthem, doesn't understand our freedoms and liberties, possibly take that same trip. Why not? Pat Lafayette, what's going on? Hi. Irony of ironies, Joe, a couple of days ago, the bimbo, was uh, complaining that her Miranda warnings had not been read to her in Russia. How ironic. Pat, I appreciate you. Um, I don't know that she's a bimbo, but uh, and I don't, I don't think she said Miranda warnings, but she did say she was not told her rights. I took that to mean possibly she expected the, the Miranda warnings, but I, I didn't say that. I don't know that anybody's reported Miranda specifically, but she did claim she did not or wasn't told her rights. Um, I don't know. Do people forget that they're not in America? And I've mentioned this a million times when we went to China to get Gia, we had to listen to Chinese, whatever they listen. The Google was Chinese Google. The internet was Chinese internet. They told us what they wanted to tell us, showed us what they wanted to show us. And we had to abide by their laws. It's actually that simple. Dave quickly, what's going on? Hey, Joe, just a quick observation. You know, I mean, these teams have agents and doctors and coaches, but isn't it illegal to consume marijuana playing for a, a, professional uh, basketball team in the United States? Well, I don't know if the WNBA rules are. I know that in the NBA they do drug testing. I know that it's legal in some states, so I'm not sure if the NBA or the WNBA change their rules depending on the state laws. But um, I would think that it would be against the rules to do an illicit uh, substance like that. Kerry, before I hit a break and have uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb on, what's the latest on the Kerry Lake uh, and Robeson? It is Robeson. What's the, what's the latest on that race? Yeah, Fox News, I just saw uh, 82.1% is in, and it's still too close to call. Right now, on, NBC News has like at 46.2% and Taylor Robson at 44.4%. All right. Appreciate the update. We'll have uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb on Pinal County, which is where um, he's the sheriff. That, that was like the epicenter of the mess. 
and we're trying to figure out why there weren't enough ballots. What the hell happened? Mark Lamb, when we come back, your thoughts as well. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Go there, click on social media. If you want to watch the interview with Mark Lamb, click on watch now. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He's the uh, sheriff of Pinal County, Arizona. It's Mark Lamb. Sheriff, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing good, Joe. I, I mean, I think our county could be doing better, but I'm doing good. I'm going to I'm going to watch my language because the FCC monitors what we say. But what the hell's going on in Arizona? I, I'm I'm confused. I posted the other night on election night, which is now two full days ago. Um, I I posted something simple. The uh, voting is broken in Arizona, and it appears to be so. Um, and unfortunately, it was your county that was being called out early on. So walk me through it. On Election Day in Arizona, isn't it like Election Day everywhere? You show up, you vote, your vote gets counted. If there are some absentee ballots, get, they get counted on the same day. Shouldn't we have a result that night? You would think we would. I don't know what the, what the holdup is. My understanding is those hangover ballots are ballots that were returned so ballots that were sent out in the mail, people filled them out but didn't trust that they would get back to it by mailing it. So they turn it in the day uh, of it, and uh, they count those later on. I don't understand why they're not counting them the same night either. Um, we had our own share of problems here in, in Pinal County where uh, three weeks ago, a lot of the candidates were left off the ballot. We told, we assured the people that it, it would be okay. And then the election director foobarred it again when he did not. Uh, print enough ballots. And right now we're trying to ascertain whether it was he didn't print enough Republican ballots, but had plenty of Democrat ballots. I mean, these are all things that we're looking into. It's very fluid. But I'm with you, Joe. I don't understand why Arizona takes days to be able to turn in votes. All it does is open it up for people to believe that this system, uh, it can be frauded. And that's the problem. People don't trust that their vote is going to count. They, they really do. Um, uh, they fear that election integrity is gone, especially in 2020 when Fox News is calling Arizona too soon. Uh, and now we see cyber ninjas uncovered a whole bunch of duplicate ballots and, and maybe fraudulent ballots or ballots that shouldn't have been cast because they didn't live there anymore. And when you, when you call that out, and 2000 Mules also showed in that movie that the same, uh, you know, similar situation was going on. If you call that out, you're being called an election denier and you're, you're, you're defrauding people and you're pushing the big lie. If I live in Arizona, I'm not so sure my vote counts. What can you say to those who are watching and listening in Arizona specifically that their vote is going to count, especially this November? I mean, if this is the screw up in August. What happens in November? Well, Joe, I wish I could say something, but I county screwed up totally. And so I we've lost the, the, the faith of them. Now, I'm not responsible for that, but I'm also part of the county. And so we're going to work hard to try to fix this and get it right. You know, I've been trying to be a champion on election integrity. I'm working with the people that from True the Vote, and, and we've got something called ProtectAmerica.Vote. And of all the counties to screw it up, my county screws it up. Yeah. Um, and so, look, we've got a lot of work to do. I've been on the phone with... Uh, the, the elections people and, and the county attorney, and we're willing to come in and help clean up the voter rolls. We've got to do something major to be able to regain the trust of the people uh, to where they feel like their vote's going to matter on November 8th. 
And uh, we got a lot of work to do. It's uh, Sheriff Mark Lampanel County, Arizona, uh, americansheriff.com. You can go there and check that out. Um, I, I've got to I've got to ask you this. Was it an exaggeration, Mark, that an hour in your county ran out of ballots? Is it really was it just an hour in there were no more ballots available? It's not true, is it? No, no, that's true. No, it's uh, by 730 in some precincts. They were out of ballots and, and maybe throughout the day they've got maybe a 50 more ballots. They could only print. 40 ballots an hour, Joe, 40 ballots an hour is all we could print at the county. So in the day, if you start printing those at two, three o'clock, because I, I think that they kind of ignored the problem initially. Um, I don't know, but it just, that's what some of the reports are. And, um, and by the time they started printing, it was, you know, it was a little bit too late. A lot of people had already shown up and turned away and didn't have the opportunity to come back or didn't come back or came back multiple times. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was not great. Don't and, we know how uh, many people are registered to vote in your county? We have to know how many people are registered. We should have at least that many ballots, right? We Yeah, exactly. And that's why we're offering to help clean up the voter rolls. But clearly, because clearly they didn't know how many people were going to be voting and weren't prepared for it. There, there's about 200,000 voters in our county, registered voters. And uh, we had about a 20-something percent turnout. Here in this county, I can only imagine how many people that didn't get a chance to vote right. because there was no ballot for them. A lot of people didn't trust the system. So what they wanted to do was show up on the day of election and be able to vote at the poll where they felt it was most secure, right. only to find out that we didn't have the ballots for them. Who's responsible I don't know for that? Want to say me, Mar- Marco. I, I who's who's responsible for that? I mean, somebody somebody's got to be fired. No, I mean that day people were calling for the resignation or the firing of a couple of people in Pinal County directly, and also some people on the state level. Who's responsible for not printing enough ballots? How I've got a printer in my office. I could have printed out ballots faster than that. It is the elections director. So in Pinal County, you have your county recorder, which is the elected official. And then we have our elections department, which is a sole and separate uh, entity that it, that elections director is hired by the county manager and the board of supervisors. That elections director is the one that messed up, not only not getting the right candidates on the ballot three, four weeks ago, but also um, by not having enough ballots at the, at the ballot boxes, at the precincts. And so the county, re- that person has been fired. They were terminated this morning, and the reason they had to wait a day was because they had to have a uh, replacement in place per the Secretary of State. So now the county recorder has stepped down, who I am very confident in. She is a great woman, she will do a great job. She stepped down as county recorder and is acting as the interim director, elections director here in our county. I have full faith in her that she will be able to get this done. She has a lot of experience, and uh, I think she's gonna be able to do a good job. I have. I believe I I know she'll do a good job and we're all standing willing to, and ready to help her to make sure that this is a, a fair election and really that we can regain the trust of the people. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that the nominee on the Democrat side is Katie Hobbs. She's your secretary of state. Uh, that just seems to be a, a, a no brainer that she should recuse herself from any activity when it comes to to elections in the state because she's running for election. I mean, if I'm counting the votes and I'm running, I don't know. Or if I'm in charge of counting the votes and I'm running, um, I think that there could be at least the the opportunity for people to perceive that there could be an issue. Has Katie Hobbs stepped away or is she is she stepping out in front in front of microphone saying, don't worry, we got it because she doesn't want Carrie Lake to win. I think that she thinks she'd have an easier time with the, with the competitor. So what's the story with that? Are, is anybody raising that or is it just me? 
No, I think people are raising it as well. But, you know, some of these issues we've had in our county have taken away a little bit of the focus off of her. Yeah. Um, you're right. She should recuse herself. But I think the average voter, we just don't trust the system anymore. We didn't help, put, you know, with that. And clearly, I think the average voter would tell you they don't trust that she's completely recused herself as she should. So, yeah, we've got some work to do here in Arizona. We're, we're committed to it. I know you and I talked about what can we do. Yeah. Well, you know what? We've offered our help to clean up the voter rolls. We will be. We already have access to the video footage of all the ballot box drop boxes that we have, which, by the way, in Arizona, we have 28 days that people can drop ballots in those ballot boxes. So we are going to monitor those videos, make sure that nobody is breaking the law by putting more than ballots and what they should be putting into the box. Um, and we are also going to be assisting any other way we can to ensure that this is a, a secure election. AmericanSheriff.com is Sheriff Mark Lampanow, County, Arizona. Sheriff, what can you do as the as the sheriff of that county? Um, after Cyber Ninjas goes in and finds these issues with Maricopa County, p- perhaps some issues in Pinal, although I'm not sure. Um, if somebody comes to you and says, I think there's election fraud happening, you're the sheriff. Can you start arresting asses? Can you start bringing people in? Can you charge them? Is it up to the DA? Is it up to the attorney general? What's the process in an election as an elected official for you to step in when somebody accuses somebody else of a crime? Election fraud is a crime. Play, you're deleting some of these files you know, off of the, uh, off of the hard drives like, like happened in Arizona is a crime. What can you do? Anything? So if we get a, a complaint and there is legitimate uh, evidence for that complaint, we will investigate it. We will then determine whether or not it meets the criteria for charging. We would take those charges and submit it to the county attorney. Um, if there's a conflict, we would then probably have to submit it to the uh, AZ or the AG's office, the attorney general's office. Uh, that would be the process that we were we would have to follow. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, we're taking a look at what happened here with these ballots just the other day as well to make sure that it was indeed just a mistake. If it wasn't, then we're going to have to we're going to have to move forward. Uh, in looking into that as well. So we got our work cut out for us. I can tell you to anybody listening, I, I can assure you that we are we are monitoring this and we are uh, doing everything we can to make sure that there is any any funny business, anything illegal that has occurred that we will hold people accountable for it. It is uh, Sheriff Mark Lampanel, County, Arizona, a great friend of mine. Go to americansheriff.com. Check out the true sheriff stories that he has there on the website. Um, I, I've got to ask you for a little bit of a, an opinion here. Mark, why the hell is there uh, 28 days to vote? Why can't we have election day? Everybody goes and votes on election day. Or if you want to get a, an absentee ballot or a mail-in ballot and then bring it on election day, as you said many did, and drop it off, why isn't that enough? Why do we have a full month to go and vote? Are we that lazy that we can't go and vote on election day i'm not following well i don't think it's about laziness joe i think this shows exactly what it is where these politicians have created every avenue they can to uh to get votes and in many cases fraudulently um this is anytime you open it up to mail out ballots and and 28 days to drop ballots off you are going to have the potential for fraud why not just have a voting day where everybody gets the day off and you show up to the poll and you vote? And frankly, if you're too lazy or if you don't have the wherewithal to go vote, then you don't vote. Right. Um, you can go down to the county recorder's office, which my wife and I, we were on vacation on Tuesday and we knew we might not be there. So we went to the county recorder's office 
We voted, asked for a ballot the week before, no problem, got a ballot, showed our ID, and uh, we voted. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. We have made voting far too easy. And if you look at any other country, man, it is extremely difficult to vote in those countries. You know why? Because they know how uh, open you are for fraud when you allow anything other than a voting day. The first person that I saw talk about how mail-in balloting could be fraught with fraud was Jimmy Carter. And I don't agree with Jimmy Carter on almost anything. And he and I and you agree that if you've got a bunch of unsolicited, mailed, uh, sent out ballots, six per house, when there might be one voter there, you could fill them all out, send it in, you've got six votes now. Why exactly would we open ourselves to that? And I've always taken pride in getting that little I voted sticker and going down to the polling place and, and have people see me in the community voting and exercising this privilege. I don't understand why, other than what you just said, because ballot harvesting goes into that as well. I don't know if that's legal or not in Arizona, you could fill me in. But ballot harvesting is I go and knock on your door and say, no, fill out the ballot and give it to me. Or just give me your ballot. Who knows? Maybe I'll fill it on the way on the way to the polling place. Is is ballot harvesting legal where you are in Arizona? And again, um, 28 days seems nuts to me. Was that decided by the legislature? The legislature in Arizona should be the ones deciding this stuff. They said, let's give them a month. I don't know how long ago they decided that, but that's been the law since I've been the sheriff. Wow. And uh, as far as ballot harvesting, it is illegal in the state of Arizona to deliver. The only allowances are your spouse or a loved one, um, somebody that lives in your household, or if you are the caretaker of somebody. Okay. Those are the only allowances for delivering more than your ballot. Other than that, if you deliver more than those, your ballot, um, you know, disregarding those other ones, you are breaking the law. So if somebody ballot harvests and says, we'll turn in your ballots for you, and they take five ballots down there, that's against the law. And they should be held accountable and hopefully will be held accountable. It's uh, Sheriff Mark Lamp, Pinal County, Arizona. So so give me, let's wrap it with this. Uh, where are we right now? Because as we're recording this interview, it's like 93% in. We still don't have 100% of the precincts reporting in Arizona. Two full days later, it makes no sense. It looks like Kerry Lake is going to get the Republican nomination. Uh, are you confident that that's going to happen or can things change? Well, I'll be honest with you. I was a little surprised at how close it was. I thought Kerry Lake would easily uh, walk away with the victory. You know, I, I get along with Karen Ropes and I like her. Uh, when I say that, it means I'm nothing against her. I just thought that from what I was seeing, the amount of support that Kerry Lake had, that this was going to be an easy victory for yeah. her. Um, and so I was quite surprised to see it. It was as close as it was. But I, I still believe she's going to be victorious at the end of this election. And uh, then we move on to the general election. But we've got some work here to do in our county, things that we weren't responsible for, but we're having to help pick up the pieces and fix this so that the voters can believe in the system. And, uh, you know, it's ironic. You had mentioned it, and I know we got to go. But I, I, yesterday I went down to the Board of the Super, board of Supervisors meeting, and because I am standing up for election integrity, I got about t- eight to ten Democrats that stood up and, you know, because they're virtually virtual signaling with their masks on, got up and just trashed me yesterday, saying that I believe in the big lie or that all because I want voter integrity and election integrity. And I want the people to believe that this is a safe and secure election. Uh, They proceeded to get up and trash me. So, look, this is, you know, we're at a pivotal point in this country where we've got to do the best we can to secure our vote. And if it goes back to where we just vote on one day and then maybe that's what we got to do. But I don't think asking for an ID and securing elections should be a partisan issue. That is something that both parties should want uh, because trust me, 
Plenty of Democrats has cried, cried foul. I think Hillary Clinton still says the election was stolen from her, as does Stacey Abrams. Yes. So don't sit here and tell me that you think that elections are secure when there's plenty of examples of people who don't think that. It's a it's a thousand percent um, American to question integrity of elections. You had uh, uh, Jamie Raskin, the guy who ran the impeachment hearings against Donald Trump, who actually challenged Trump's win in 2016. That's not, it's not me making it up. It's true. Maxine Waters challenged it. As you said, Hillary Clinton still claims that she didn't lose in 2016, yet you're somehow going to be lit up by a bunch of doofuses with their masks on because you dare to say there were real issues in Arizona in, 20, in 2020. We know that. That's a fact, and we're not even still sure who won Arizona if we're going to legitimately count every vote and get rid of every vote that didn't count. But they had to light you up because that's what their base wants, and that side always stays together, Mark. Our side falls apart a lot of the times, not because of you, not because of me. We're going to stay firm with this. Hopefully, it will be Kerry Lake. We'll see what happens with it, and hopefully, listen, Get when you get to the bottom of what happened in Pinal County, come back on, would you? I will tell you, Joe, you have my commitment that we will keep we, my, the county attorney and I have talked about it. We are going to be very transparent. Um, we're going to make sure that the, the voters know exactly what's happening from here on out so that they can have trust in what we're doing. Well, listen, brother, I appreciate you coming on on short notice. Go to americansheriff.com. It's um, Sheriff Mark Lamb, Pinal County, Arizona. Mark, thanks a million. Thank you, Joe. God All right, bless. brother. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Let me say this one more time, and I'll say it on national radio. Stop reporting news in my chat room. I'll just shut the chat off. I'm very happy to do that. I'm at that point now. We want to make sure we can attribute everything. In fact, I'm going to give you an update on what's going on in Bloomington, Minnesota, at the Mall of America. We're going to give you that right now. In fact, what's being reported by the Bloomington police is they've secured the scene at the Mall of America, can confirm that shots were fired. It's an isolated incident. The suspect fled the Mall of America. On foot, and officers are in the process of interviewing witnesses. At this time, we've not located a victim. That's from the Bloomington Police Twitter feed. They then say Mall of America is in the process of lifting the lockdown. We're currently, uh, actually, they say once the lockdown is lifted at the Mall of America, the mall will be closed for the evening. So the act, the so-called active shooter is not happening now. They're looking for a suspect, and uh, that's where they are with that, with that story. Want to get you an update on that because we started the show with that because somebody emailed me and then we've actually found a news story that said that was in fact happening. Um, hopefully you enjoyed having uh, the sheriff on. Pinal County was a real problem in Arizona and still is when it comes to voting. Uh, Mark had no time today, made time for you because you listen to my program. Quick break here. We're coming back next hour. It'll be Megan Kelly. Keep it here. Joe Pags.